everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Podriplegics Podcast. Today, we're going to do a quick question and answer roundtable session. Don, Eric, and myself have 20 plus years of living with a disability each. We've been sent some questions and we've seen some questions online. So we're going to go through a few of them. Nothing's off limits for anybody who's listening to this. You can send us questions. We'll try to get to them. And uh, this is something we're going to try to do more often than not. So anyways, here goes the show. I just want to thank everyone for the thousands of comments that we've had shuttled through our uh, through our YouTube videos. Um, we have delicately pulled the uh, the important ones that we really thought were uh, you know needed immediate responding to. So yeah, so yeah, uh, thousands. I mean, most of them said you guys suck, but the other ones are yeah, questions. No, I suppressed all those. I suppressed yeah. all those. Yeah, that's why they're not showing up. All right. I mean, you know. You haven't made it until you have haters. That's so, right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah, we got serious haters on our site. In fact, most of the comments we got, I like I said, I've had to suppress it because I'm trying to get more subscribers, but what are you going to do, you know? Put the filter on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm with that's you. Good. All right. So um, I'll ask the first one. Uh, this one kind of uh, really is a me and Don question. Uh, but Eric, feel free to jump in if you want to. Uh, so you're gonna, you're gonna just, you're just gonna throw me to the side, right? Well, and when I ask the question, you'll figure it out, smart guy. Um, this is from Greg Tenney. Hey guys and gals, C7 incomplete quad here. Do any of you all use an abdominal binder to help with quad belly and add some support? Don, you want, you want to go this, answer this one first? Um, well, I've always, I've never used one myself, but I've always wondered about it because as a C5 quad, I definitely have the belly after 30 some years, uh, using a chair. Um, so I really don't know if that would work, but to me, it seems like it might be worth trying. Um, my question would be if it would like set off your spasticity or if maybe that electrical stim might be dangerous if you, especially if you can't feel it, um, if you don't have- uh, Different things, different things here. You're thinking of the stimulation things that you put on, right? Yeah, that's that's my idea. Oh, no, no, this is abdominal binders. So like the- Oh, like a the, girdle? Put out over your, you stretch over your stomach to help you just all, to wear all day long to help you uh, with support like the elastic binder i wore those the first year after my injury yeah yeah did, did you get any, any relief from it or anything no. yeah, that didn't do squat for me um yeah. but i was thinking more I, read that again it sounds to me like it's one of those you know they have this electric stem things that's kind of um, yes zaps okay. your muscles and keeps them in tone i got yeah. a, i got a friend who actually just tried it um so he tried it on his arm first and he, he tried it at level one and he was holding like uh, a liquid, cup of liquid. <laughs> he tried at level one and he went level two, level three. He went to level six and just wham and just like hit himself right in the face with his, with his uh, water. Yeah. And then he tried it on his belly though and he tried it for a little bit and he really felt his muscles were tired after he tried it for a while. He could feel it. Yeah, so I'll I'll address each one separately because I have 
experience with both of these things. So as far as the abdominal binder goes, I wore an abdominal binder for probably about 10 years, nine or 10 years every day. Um, that was when I intermittent calf. So I mean, it was probably eight years I wore it every day when I did intermittent catheterization, um, which is, you know, you catheterize every four hours or whatever. Um, and I, I really, I liked it. I thought that it helped me with my posture and, and of the sorts. And I didn't have a quad belly at all, all really at the time. I mean, granted I was young, but what are you going to do? You know? Um, but once I got a super pubic put in, I stopped wearing it because it, it really irritated my bladder where the super pubic, you know, the balloon sits in your bladder. Um, and I stopped wearing it. Now, since then I have developed a quad belly. Now, I don't know if that is just getting older, posture issues, or whether or not because I was eating 5,000 M&Ms a day for a little while. But, you know, who knows what that one was. But I will say that abdominal binders, they do have their place, um, especially like times. I will still wear them at times in which I have congestion or kind of a cold so that way i can help me with my cough um you know to get stuff out of my my lungs and and down in my throat and stuff stuff like that um and i'm thinking about trying to wear it again uh because i'm in the process of trying to eliminate the quad belly um i'm, I'm working on trying to figure that out um, you get so, a skin breakdown with that sort of thing because i can imagine that that could yeah. happen too so you, you, you have to be careful because it can be put on too tight, right? And then as you, you, when you first get them, they're pretty rigid. And then if you wear them and wash them, they start to get less rigid and then they can start jabbing into your skin or creating a fold into your skin, which then will leave a mark, which then if not, if you wear it every day in the same spot can cause issues, kind of like um, compression stockings, right? Um, right there on the on the the dip of your foot you know if you if you wear compression stockings every day that are tight you can get those lines you know yeah. the, the the indentations and it can cause issues so um i would say be careful of both of those things uh and also be careful of you know if you don't have any feeling of what it could be you know it could be pressing down if you have a super pubic could be pressing down on that balloon and all those kind of things. And then you could start getting more, you know, issues with your bladder as far as, you know, the, the super pubic pressing down on your bladder walls and those things like that. Um, but they do have their place. So I, I will say if they work for you, awesome. You know, um, they don't necessarily work for everybody, but they do have their place. And as far as the stimulation ones go, they have two different kinds. So they have the ones that really can hammer you hard you know they're for people who have feeling in that area like you were saying don if you don't I do not recommend those i've tried those um and i i really i injured myself doing it and i, I won't go back to that but i do have ones that i got from when i was in therapy that you you put on and you wear when you sleep so they're very very low frequency um, and you can't feel your muscles contracting, right? But they're having many contractions and then the, you know, the neurons are firing very lightly. Um, those, those can be very helpful. Um, I use those on my back, 
uh, my lower back when I have really bad pain sometimes, and it helps with allowing me to get support. As you can see, I mean, I'm a quad, I'm a full quad, so and I can still do, you know, things like this, which, you so know, is that is that like a garment you put on? Are there electrodes? How does that? They're electrodes, yeah. So they're like little, um, uh, what do you want? Like little plastic tape electrodes that get put on um, and then you have to place them on the muscles. So then again, you, you I'll get another thing you have to be careful for, because if you put it in the wrong spot, it could not hit a muscle. It could just be used sending firing, you know, electricity to different spot, different places. So, you know, they have uh, diagrams and all those kind of things, you know, but for somebody who has a very long developed quad belly, you have, you know, large deposits of fat in that area um so trying to find the muscle itself and contract the muscle or send the electro elect, electrical stimulation to that muscle can be difficult so i well, would uh i you know you're right i my uh understanding of the quad belly it's not necessarily fat you could be skinny as hell and still have a quad belly it's more like the your gut kind of bulges out because there's the, not the muscles there to hold it in I yes. thought that was from drinking beer. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I know a lot of beer drinkers that have the same belly, a quad and a beer belly at the same time. But yeah, well, uh, the, I think one of the issues is is that, like you said, Don. It, yeah, I mean, most quads have it because that's what it is. I mean, it's your intestines not being able to be held in place by abdominal muscles or right, core muscles, right? right. Um, but it also with that comes layers of fat deposits so like uh say you're not eating a 1200 calorie a day diet and you're eating 4,000 3,000 calorie a day diets right where does the fat go it's probably going to go to the areas like that so right. most people who have quad bellies have some some sort of fat deposits around it for especially sure. as we age and yep. uh, by the way i'm kind of proud of my quad belly in fact i think we should do a calendar Quad belly calendar. Look at, I think that's a genius idea. Yeah, why not? I got a, I got a soft flex with the quad belly for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know my belly is substantial as well. People ask me when I'm due, so. Right. Well, yeah. I, I was looking in the mirror the other day, and and I I do workout stuff like when I'm getting stretched and stuff, and and my quad belly, I was looking at it, and I was like, I swear to God, that is a ninja turtle's face. <laughs> it's like a ninja turtle it looks like it shouldn't even be there like somebody strapped it on me like i'm in a movie or something yep you're mr march mr oh total recall yes all right well bring it on let's do that yeah quad belly calendar. i like the i like the quad calendar like that or just any of it like we can yeah, embrace it right yeah i'm with it i want the right. seductive poses I think that I think we covered that one pretty well. Eric, do you have one for? Did you have one? You looked up. You know, I'm looking at this uh, this one, and it's just a comment this guy made. But it, I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a pertinent comment. It's uh, Lawson Nuana, and he goes, "Every time I'm in the kitchen trying to fry something in this chair, I end up frying my damn face." <laughs> and you know, that's a that is a real issue, though. I tell you what, I try frying bacon, and you know. Being here in Arizona, 
if you got the air conditioner on all the time, it's hell expensive. So, you know, we keep our air conditioner kind of low, but when you're trying to cook, it's hard to cook with shirts and stuff on. So, you know, I'm trying to cook and man, I get scars from bacon. Bacon scars uh, me. <laughs> yeah. Never cook bacon naked. No, no. Naked no. bacon, naked bacon cooking is not fun. I tried it once. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> uh, was he, uh, was there a question with that or was he bragging? No, I think he was just expressing his general frustration at, at, uh, at frying things and having it just splatter up on his face because, you know, most people when they cook, they're standing. And so, you know, it's going to hit your shirt, it's going to hit your apron, it's going to hit whatever. It's not going to, it's not going to get to your face. But man, when you're cooking at a regular height oven and you're in a chair, your face is right there next to the bubbling oil. So, you know, food is kind of dangerous, people. I'm just saying. You may want to use that uh, that hazmat shield that we use to for COVID and just put that sucker on. That, that'll probably help, actually. You know, just get the the, the visor thing going. And, uh, yeah, you could, you, could, you could repel a lot of oil that way. Yeah, I quit actually cooking, cooking. Um, I, I do prep, like prep stuff here and there. But I quit cooking, cooking because I I got a really, really, really bad burn and scar on the bottom of my hand. Um, because as I was cooking, I tipped, and I had nowhere to put oh. my hands but on the on on the actual stove. So I've had other was, people they'll put a hot pan right on their legs. Mm -hmm. I've heard multiple people do that, like where they burn their legs. I've done it with a plate too but just a hot plate on your lap. So I use, um, so when I, 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 when I fly, fly, sometimes when I fly, they, they have these trays, right. That have non, that are non stick or, you know, they're stick, but non slip trays. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're perfect size for your lap and everything stays in the right place because, you know, on a plane, sometimes it can get bouncy or whatever. I went straight up to that. One of them lady, uh, the stewardess. And I was like, Hey, this tray looks awesome and I could use this for my everyday life. And she goes, here you go. And he gave me three of them. So wow. um, I use that. I put everything on that and then set that on my lap because I have burnt the twig and berries before on a plate. And even with limited feeling that sucks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yes. don't do it. Yeah. That sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, to whoever asked that question, dude, be careful, my man. Be careful. It can, it can get rough. And I hope well, you like, don't burn What about your air frying? What about air frying? Uh, I would be careful taking it out, but, you know. Yeah. I, um, I quit cooking a long time ago as well. I think um, maybe there's some accessibility features that are available to this guy that He's not aware. Well, he's probably aware of some of it is just how much money do you want to spend on making your kitchen accessible? Because there's a lot of gadgets and doodads out there that you can you can do to make your kitchen wheelchair accessible. So yeah. uh, and that comes with that comes with money, like you said, right down. If you like to cook. Much, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can you can make a, a stove that you can roll underneath or is at the level that works for you and that way you won't fry your face, although that kind of sounds tasty to me. Yeah. Fried face. <laughs> Fried face. <laughs> that nose is delicious. 
Yeah, I'm with you though. Be, be careful that you don't burn yourself. That's, I mean, that's my big concern. Yeah. Um, all right. I got, I got one right here. Uh, if you have another one you want to ask Eric or do you no, want me to go? No, I'm cruising. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Uh, Scott Pearly White. Pearly Wright. I said Pearly Whites. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking for a good mattress. I bought a sleep number mattress and I do not like it. Even on its highest setting, it's too soft for me. I paid $3,000 for it. I'm a T1 complete and it is almost impossible to transfer onto. Any suggestions? Well, I have a sleep by number mattress and I transfer myself onto it. So I find that to be a little unbelievable that a T1 couldn't do it. But that's just me. Um, but I think oh, mattresses are quit very. Bragging, quit bragging. Did you just throw out the challenge? <laughs> I think mattresses are very subjective. Um, you know, I think uh, for me, a sleep number is okay. Uh, I have a sleep number, and I also have at my house in Michigan, I have the uh, posturepedic, like one of those like extra firms. Um, I, you know, I like the sleep number that I can change it. If um, after I transfer, I can make it softer if I want to. Or if I can make it harder to help myself move. But again, some people like firm. Some people like soft. Um, I've heard good things about the purple mattress. But I don't know. Anybody got anything on this one? I, I got a little bit. Um, when I first got married, uh, Lourdes and I, we bought a king-size memory foam with a memory foam top. Um, uh, like, a, like a really cushy top. And I got on it. I got in it. And I got to tell you, it was fantastic. I didn't have any pressure points when laying down. But when I slept, I did not move. I was like in that position for the long haul. And on top of that, when I uh, tried to get out, it was no bueno. I, I had to like, I had to use like whatever I could to pull myself around just to move. So yeah, uh, too soft. Is, what you're saying? Yeah, it's too soft. Too soft. Um, I actually sleep best in a somewhat inclined position. So I, I like to sleep in like a bean bag or like a love sack. I use a love sack, and a lot of times I'll just sleep there. It's easy. It's on the floor. Climb in it. That's right, love sack. <laughs> is that like the love shack? <laughs> Yeah, but it's in a sack form. Yeah, there's no hot tin roof either. Shack, baby, love shack, baby, love shack. You need to bring them on as a spot. Oh, we need to meme that. Yeah, that too. What about you, Don? What do you sleep on? I thought the whole point of the sleep number bed was that you could adjust the softness and the firmness. Is so? Can you make it really firm if you want to? Yeah, but it's still an air mattress. Any way you look at it, um, even at a hundred, I, I I get what this guy's saying, right? I understand okay. what he, I understand his point. Um, because even at a hundred, it's not like a firm posturepedic mattress would be, right? It's still an air mattress. It's still blown up and and deflated by air. So it, even at its firmest, it's not like ideal. It's not like transferring onto uh, say like a 
what, what are those tables those uh that you we use in therapy those uh tilt table kind of thing yeah um, whatever you know those hard tables, tables with the mat uh, therapy yeah therapy yeah yeah what it's not like transferring onto those not by any means right right you know but i use, still go ahead I use a memory foam um mattress now and it's kind of like a medium but i don't transfer myself i use a lift to get into my bed so um and then like eric i use i have an adjustable bed so that i can tilt my I can tilt my head up a little bit if I want to watch. I thought TV for a second you're going to say you have a bed that can dump you out. Uh, I thought it would be awesome, you know, just be like me. That would probably could, yeah. That'd be fun. But uh, yeah. so uh, I don't know about mattresses, but I can tell you, um, I have my bed up against the wall, so um, I'm laying kind of next to the wall, and I have a grab bar on the wall just oh, nice. about three inches above the bed. And I can get my arm underneath that. And using that, I'm able to turn myself at night if I want to. And to me, that makes a big difference for skincare because that way I'm not always on my back. I can turn oh, to nice. my side, yeah. So it's- What about your feet in that situation? Yeah, my feet just kind of follow. Okay. You know, if I get my torso to turn, my feet will just kind of follow. Uh, it's you don't ever have issues with your feet like touching each other when like say you turn yourself right and then your legs kind of because I know what you mean I do kind of the same thing but I use a pillow situation but when I turn sometimes my feet will touch each other you know like the ankle bottom my bottom ankle bone will touch my foot right or in, inside ankle bone will be touching my foot and if I sit there for too long, then when I wake up, I'll have a little, you know, a little red mark or something on them. Wow, interesting. No, I, I've never had that problem. I can't, I don't know if you can feel it, but I can't feel that down there. But I've never had any knock on wood issues with, you know, pressure sores or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, turning myself as often as possible has, has been really helpful in keeping my skin uh, integrity. I agree with that. I think it's important to talk about stuff like this too, because I wanted to ask you, I've always wanted to ask you, and I don't know if we've talked about it before, what your, like the way you position yourself when you sleep. So you transfer with a Hoyer, right? Like a Hoyer lift, is it a Hoyer lift or? I use, uh, it's called a Surehands lift and it's a ceiling mounted lift on a track. Oh, you got a track, oh, you got a track system, nice. Really nice, yeah. yeah. I've only had that for the past, uh about a year um, that sure that hands just, lift. Yeah. That that sure is, hands lift. yeah they're not cheap but the nice thing about the sure hands is there's no um there's no sling involved you know nothing to go underneath you or it's just it goes under your shoulders and there's two hooks that go under your knees and then up and over and then right into bed so i start out on my back watch tv for a couple hours or whatever and then when I'm about to fall asleep, or at least I try to turn myself to either side. Yeah. Huh. Well, I, the track system's awesome, by the way. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, look that up because it's really cool. Um, if you can get one of those set up in your house, uh, it's something I'm looking to do eventually um, when I'm, you know, not able to do help with transfers myself as much. Uh, that was. But, uh, 
Go ahead. That's one of those things I've been wanting to do for years and years, and it just seemed like it was out of my price range. And I finally went ahead and did it. And now I look back and think, you know, one of those, I should have done this 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's like, it would have made life so much easier. Yeah. But, um, so is it, are you able, and here's a, are you able to use that? I mean, you need assistance to use that, right? Like, but I mean, you, you still have somebody with you that assists you in, in getting on, getting set up into it, right? Yeah. Um, I, I tried to do it independently and I probably could if I really wanted to. The problem would be, you know, I could get, I can get the um, lift on me and up and over and down into bed. But once I'm in bed, I would still need help getting undressed, you know, getting my clothes off and positioned right and yeah. my night bag plugged in and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess it would defeat the purpose of doing it independently, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, I agree with you. I would, I need all that stuff too. So, I mean, I was, I was just wondering, even though I'm able to transfer myself from my chair to my bed, when I get into my bed, it, I, I, I can't get my clothes off. I can't get compression stockings on. I can't get them straight. You know, there's nothing, I, there's nothing worse to me than a pair of crooked pants all day. I, I mean, I'll, I'll cuss, I'll cuss a motherfucker out quick. Uh, sorry i didn't mean i didn't mean to get it but i will you know i hate it it, it drives me nuts i'll tell you one thing uh, one thing about that sure hands lift that i have when it lifts me up in the evening and i'm hanging there kind of by my shoulders and my spine straightens out it's like a chiropractic adjustment or you know that thing that people use to flip upside down and hang by their tables yeah yeah um inversion inversion tables yes the inversion when i'm hanging up there on that um, sure hands lift and my back straightens out for a bit man that feels so good it uh it's pretty amazing so yeah i mean i i love this thing and i'm a big proponent of it so if anybody's thinking about it feel free to contact me i can give you the, the info on how to do that can they contact yeah. you at three in the morning are you gonna yeah. have to yeah, I'm going to forward it to you, Eric, but... Uh, yeah, all my <laughs> phone calls after 2 a.m. are forwarded to your phone number anyways, Eric. So. <laughs> well played, Eric, well played. Um, yeah, I I think it's a cool thing. I know, especially, you know, another one of the questions that I, 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 we get or I've seen or I've got is when you're, if you're going to build a home or you're going to modify a home, what was one thing that you would put or some things that you would definitely put in there? And that is one of them. I mean, 100% is, is a track system and, and you can have it running to multiple rooms in your home. It doesn't necessarily just have to run from your bed to your bathroom. It can go from your bed to your, all the way into your living room where your couch is or under your dining table or wherever the hell you want it to go, you know? You know, I'm surprised that someone hasn't figured out the uh, remote control, independently wheeled Hoyer lift to bypass the whole track system, just like a power chair Hoyer lift. You know what I mean? I'm surprised someone hasn't done that. 
Uh, they might have something like that. I know that they have the independently controlled chairs now. So, like, if, if after I transfer myself into bed, right, like, I can, from my phone or from a controller, I can drive my chair away from the bed and put it over. <laughs> Alexa, it please place my chair next to the bed. Uh, <laughs> and then you can drive it over to it. Yeah, you can have that. It ain't cheap. It is not cheap at all, but it you have they have that. So they may have some kind of Hoyer lift situation like that, but I just don't know if there's enough money in it, you know, for them to spend that money to make it and to develop it enough money. Cool. Yeah. If you guys want to see something cool, uh, go to Mashables and just Google or just search for wheelchairs. And some of the new designs they're coming out with are really amazing. I know. I mean, in the past we've had chairs, that can climb steps, but they were always like super clunky or super expensive, or, you know, you needed somebody with you in order to do the stairs. Some of the new designs they're coming out with are, I mean, in, amazing. And you can do it you know, independently, go upstairs and- I see the one you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of them now. Um, and a lot of it is, is student driven, you know, like at universities, where they're, they have student design contests. and um, yeah, pretty I think amazing. Toyota just did one, or was it Honda or Toyota just did one where they paid, I don't know, it was something like a million, million bucks to the winner of these contests for things, to, for things like that. And the guy from Arizona actually, uh, people from Arizona actually won it. Um, really? It was a manual chair, and it weighs, I mean, like zero, almost like just a pound or some shit. I don't know. I would love that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was something to do with that. So there, there's, there's stuff out there. What? You guys, what? what was it? The iBot or? No, no, no. It's it just it just happened last year. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'll see if I can look. Right. At it. I'm just wondering if you guys remember that chair that. Yeah, the iBot. Yeah. Yeah, it would stand up on two wheels and had a gyroscope. It was the guy that did the oh, yeah. uh, Segway. Same. Yep. But you know, and the promise was that this could climb stairs. But I, and I test drove one and it was pretty cool, but you needed somebody with you in order to do stairs. I mean, <laughs> you had to have somebody pretty strong helping, you know, helping get up the stairs or down the stairs. And, uh, you know, it wasn't quite what was promised in my opinion, but I mean, technology has changed quite a bit since then. So, you know, if they can make robots that they're going to have be soldiers, you know, replacement soldiers which they're doing they should be able to they should be able to like we should be we should be able to do more in the disability well maybe that's something around. that uh, anybody watching that's using a chair that has certain you know technical abilities um let us know i mean there's chairs that balance on two wheels there's chairs that can climb stairs um chairs that raise you up to a certain height I mean, that's, that's kind of common now. That was a big deal in the, in the past when I was first injured. It was like, wow, the seat raises up. I mean, there's so much you can do with that. Just having it raise up. I mean, eye contact and yeah. cooking or whatever. I mean, there's so many more things that you have access to. Um, hey, I did run across one question. Um, I think this would be a pretty simple one, but um, Krista Jones. Um, 
she poses a question. She says, an odd question, but has anyone here traveled to Vegas? Uh, <laughs> her son's a para and planning to go with friends and she's just looking for feedback on accessibility for Vegas. Um, all right, before we get into this, I do, I just did pull this up and it was the Toyota Mobility Foundation um, and they, on September 2020, gave out a winning prize of $1 million. Um, and it was a total of, they gave out a total of $4 million for new innovative technologies to do with mobility and stuff of the sort. So if you're, if you're looking into it, you can look into it and see uh, the chair that the guy invented and uh, all, all the different people that were uh, finalists and development grant award winners and stuff like that. So anyways, all right. That's super cool. Yeah. Well, Sean, you go to Vegas all the time, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was going to be a slam dunk question, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I was looking this up. And so what was I, di I didn't hear the whole question. I was I was looking this up in the process. So read it for me one more time. OK, so see uh, where my limits are on this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Krista Jones, she she says she's got a question. She's she's that mom that has a son who is a T10 para and they're going to be going to Vegas and he's going to be going to Vegas with his friends and she's going to be kind of a hanger on her helping around you know and and she goes hey just wondering um, who's traveled to Vegas and how what kind of uh she wanted feedback on accessibility uh Vegas is actually pretty good with accessibility yeah. uh all the casinos and everything of the sort are accessible. Uh, they have handicap accessible taxis that you can get, and a pretty, a, a, I mean, you know, it's it's a decent time on a turnaround for that. Uh, you know, sometimes if it's you know four in the morning, it may take an hour for that cab to get there. But um, <laughs> if 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 it's a regular time of day and they have people working, the um, more people working, you can get you can get cabs pretty easy. I would say. One thing to watch out for, and this happened to me multiple times, when you're on a strip, there are only certain locations in which you can cross the road, and not every one of those locations has an elevator that comes up because it's all done over a bridge system, walkway system now. It's not like it used to be where you could just cross any roads. Um, oh. So there's been multiple times in which I was in a hurry to get somewhere and I knew how long it was going to take me. And then I got to that elevator and the elevator was not working. So then you have to go two more blocks, three more blocks down to the elevator, come across elevator down and then come three, four more blocks the other way. Um, so those are kind of things to watch out for. Uh, watch out for people who don't understand that chairs need curb cuts and they don't um, because everybody kind of stands in one spot. So I've learned you just scream at them and tell them to move. Most of them are drunk anyways. They don't give a shit. So you just scream and say, move, get out of my way. Or I don't know. He said it probably in a, in a manual chair, a uh, manual chair is a little bit easier to kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are a little bit easier to maneuver back and forth, but you're going to have to, really not 
try to get frustrated because no matter where you go, people do not care if there's a chair there. So they just do whatever they want to do. And so you just try not to get frustrated. Um, And then if you want to go somewhere, say you want to go to a show or if you want to go to special events, right? Um, Call ahead of time. That's something that I learned too. Um, There's not always accessibility in some of the theater areas. And if there is, it may be limited, right? Um, So, and there's a, a substantial amount of elderly people that go there. So accessibility is something that if it's limited, maybe full. Um, and if you're going to go to the clubs, again, you, you're going to have to scream and you're going to have to yell. I, I personally, what I, I have headlights on my chair, which helps. Um, but if you don't, I would say bring a flashlight. What about one of those, uh, Red, what about those red light sail lights? We should get one of those. Uh, top of your we head. We could get one of those too. Yeah, you could. You could definitely do that. So, Sean, um, have you ever played, let's face it, sometimes we play the wheelchair card, you know, uh, asking for a little bit of, hey, you know, I know it's sold out, but, you know, I'm a quadriplegic. You got any room for me? Have you ever, I'm sure you, come on, we've all done that, right? Oh, I got. I never. I never do that. <laughs> I got a good story. Sometimes so, it works out, right? You know, uh, it yeah. never hurts to ask. And so um, one time we were in Vegas and we wanted to go to a place that was very expensive and it was always lines to go around it. The name of the place remain unnamed. It will remain unnamed, um, but. I came up with the idea of before we go, right? Why don't me and all my friends, my all my friends pack black suits. So that I had them all pack a black <laughs> suit. And then we called the place beforehand and they said, hey, the Duchess, the Dutch or uh, Duke or whatever, and the Duchess of this place uh, want to come into this bar. Um, but, you know, he's in a wheelchair and we need to have our own security and all this da, 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 da. And, so, and so we they were like oh absolutely 100 percent. this is super cool so when we got there i had my friends get out and go up to the door and you know they all had their like earpiece ear things in <laughs> and they were like hey you know come on they're here you know we can't Eagle has landed yeah and so on, they, we did all of it we, we did all of it. And then, so they were like, look, we're going to, we need them to come around the back. We can't have them coming in the front. Yada, yada, yada. So we got VIP access all the way through the whole place. Got set up in a table that would have cost thousands of dollars with bottles and everything. And it was all free. Nice. <laughs> oh my God. Well done, man. That was and well played. Yeah, wheelchair yeah. card. I also pulled the the royalty wheelchair card. So yeah, I mean, that's a serious con you're pulling right there. You're a one there, upper, man. man. You're a one yeah. upper. Yep. So what I say for people who are going to Vegas is Vegas is meant to be the world is your oyster. Do with it as you please, and uh, so I would say just give it a shot. All they could say is no. You know, I mean, what's the worst they could say? Other times, there's been places where they let you in in front of all the lines. 
I mean, I'm a very big proponent of I don't wait in lines anyways. So, you know, if there's a line and they're not going to let me in, I don't really want to go. So, um, yeah, one of those things. So I agree with you, Don. I do use that card, and I feel like you can and you should. I've done the the, I'm with the band before, and I just kind of roll in and nobody stops me. I'm with the band. Just like rolled right past. Of course, because you got to go in the back door, and that's where the bands come in. Yeah, right. I'm with the band. See you later, and just got straight in. So, yeah. Disney. I played the card in Disney, man. Oh yeah. I went on um, Space Mountain roller coaster ride. I bet you within an hour, I I rode it six times, and the same people in that line. We're still there when I was going my sixth time. And they, I don't think they were very happy with me, to be honest <laughs> with you. I think they would have killed me had they been given the choice. But, uh, boy, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. I got a, I got a couple of I, I got a couple of real choice words for those kind of people if they try to say something to me. So I'm all right with it. <laughs> you know? I, I invite that kind of it. I'm one of those. I wish a motherfucker would kind of guys. So <laughs> uh, let's switch places, right? Yeah. yeah. So just for anyone, there is adult language on here. We normally warn people, but <laughs> uh, listeners, you probably know that. Usually, Eric. Yeah, right. Or... I know. I know. I should have said it. I should have said anything. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, the answer to to answer her question. Um, the more you schedule things ahead of time and the more you plan, obviously the easier things will go, but Vegas is a very handicap accessible, friendly kind of place. Yeah, um, really there's not very many places you can't get in. So um, if you want to be spontaneous, it's still yeah. there. I mean, usually it's the bathroom. That's the issue for accessibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. if you call ahead and make sure and it's, and it's an accessible bathroom, and uh, they usually accommodate you. And if, if you get there and it's not, definitely let them know because, I mean, there are hundreds, thousands of rooms there. And if they can't find an accessible one, there's something wrong. So, Yeah, I didn't even think about the room thing. Yeah, I, there's been times where I've been, uh, I've, I've been stuck in a bad room situation. But um, that was merely because I didn't do the work ahead of time that you should have in calling and saying, hey, you know, I needed an accessible room. You just, oh, hey, we're on our way to California. Let's just go to Vegas. And then you're like, okay. And then you're, you know, so that was my fault. I guess you're right. That's a good point to bring up. Um, and then everything that is handicap accessible in their eyes is not handicap accessible to, maybe to you as well. So exactly. you have to ask them about showers. You have to ask them about lips. You have to ask them about doorways. If if you have a wider chair, those kind of things. Um, oh, why don't uh, whoever sent that question in? Why don't we meet them for a live podcast in Vegas? <laughs> right? Oh, that would be so fun to do. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, I'll see, just I'll a, see them there in about three weeks. All right. You know, one I, I do have one warning for the manual chair users. If you go to Luxor and you ride in the elevators, those elevators move sideways, and so. When you're going, your wheelchair is going to want to head towards one of the walls. Um, I I ended up uh, shinning a couple people a couple times because I I wasn't bracing my wheels. That's right, the Luxor is a pyramid. Yeah, because you know they go they go this way, you know, and so you're you're moving you're moving in a direction, and your chair naturally is going to start flowing in that opposite direction. Oh, that's so, great. 
Yeah, I've, I've, I've nailed people in the back of the legs with that. So, Oops. yeah. I mean, you probably apologized. Yeah. A nice guy. <laughs> Whatever. I am from Minnesota. Minnesota nice. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it just depends on the libations that have gone on during the day during that. This is, you know. Well, and, and that's what I'm talking about. Like I, I had some libations and that's when I was caught unawares. <laughs> so it was nice. Yeah. Uh, also, if you have food issues, you should also talk to, you should prepare yourself in advance. Don't yeah. eat at the, don't eat at the buffets and don't, don't go to the, the four ninety nine T-bone steak prime rib buffets and think you're not going to have food issues. <laughs> you know, all the buffets are shut down right now in Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know when those are coming back. I think they should be shut down anyways. But... Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess they you know i saw a special on that one time and uh they throw so much food away but what they do is they recycle it they take it out to farms and give it to like pig farms and you know other places that'll eat the food that well that's good they, i hope so oh yeah the buffets uh, yeah do you, have, do you have a favorite uh, hotel in vegas or one that i have uh i i I like to stay in a timeshare situation that we, that we have because I, I, I have to be there so often that we, you know, we have a family timeshare that we share. And uh, so I stay at the Marriott right there off of the strip. It's part of a timeshare that we have, but uh, I have stayed in New York, New York before I have stayed in the hard rock. We used to stay at the hard rock quite often. Um, they're a little bit off the strip. You have to right. realize that. Uh, but they have bigger rooms uh, for the same price type of thing. Um, and, you know, I mean, if, if you got the money, the Bellagio is always fantastic, you know, um, those oh, kind of yeah. things. Bellagio's I stayed at the amazing. Cosmopolitan. That was amazing. Yep. The Excalibur, which is budget, budget type of stuff, I would not recommend. But Okay, no. but what about Circus Circus? Come on, guys. Circus oh. Circus. <laughs> Clowns scare me, so I'll stay far away from that place. I've never been in the door for that one, and I've been to Vegas yeah. a couple times. Yeah, a I stayed at the Excalibur one time, and I left after about three hours. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't, the rooms don't, are... don't go bottom budget. You know, you're gonna get more for your money at MGM or the Cosmo. I like MGM. I liked I liked Paris. I stayed at Paris before too. That was pretty nice. Um, you know they had they had really nice rooms and those kind of things. You know the one uh, what's that one right next to Luxor? Is that the Mandalorian? No, not the not the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, yeah. The, no, the, no, no. But it's the one that has it's the one that has the sharks. Um, the shark that's, reef. That's the MGM Grand. Is that the? Oh, that's one with the tigers. That's one with the tigers. Uh, the sharks. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyways, it's right so next many. to Luxor. I've wanted to go to that one. Thought that'd be good. Oh, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that would be a good one. They got a, they got a really really nice suite there. I mean, if you're going with multiple people, if you have like a seven six seven person group, that's another thing I would suggest um, is to look into the suites. You know, like they're not all that expensive if you're splitting it between six and seven people, you know, um, instead of getting three rooms or two rooms or three, you know, you all just pitch in and you get, 
you know, you can even get like the, uh, the real world suite. We stayed in that one time and it has the confessional booth in there from the room, the show, the real world. Really go in there and do confessionals and they give you a tape, like a DVD afterwards. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. You'd be surprised. We Those are only a couple hundred school. dollars a night. So, yeah. Well, sounds fun. Yeah. Any other questions, Eric? Or? I, I have one more. Um, and I think we probably should call it or unless Eric has one or you or anybody else has one. No, I ran um, out. I don't think this one is going to take too long. Um, it says, this may be a dumb question, but can you insure your wheelchair? Well, no dumb questions. Does, does that fall under renter's insurance in your home? Under a lot of different insurance policies, yes. Yeah, car insurance when you're in the car, homeowner's insurance when you're in the home, but like individual, that, uh, I, I think you should be able to. You should be able to insure your chair. I mean, that... You can insure yeah. a keyboard, you can insure a guitar, you can insure anything. So you should be able I guess, to insure. I guess the question is, insure it from what? Like if it's stolen or if it just breaks down? Like if your chair breaks down, yeah. you know, insurance is not going to cover it. But if it's stolen or damaged from flooding or fire, I would yeah. think it'd be covered under your homeowners. The short answer to this question is yes, you can insure anything. Um, Jennifer Lopez has an insurance policy on her ass. So what I'm trying to say is yes. Now the question is whether or not you can build, you can get somebody to build the insurance policy that you want and the protections that you want over that chair for the reasons in which you think it would be like Don was saying to insure it for mechanical breakdowns. I don't think it would be worth your money. Um, I'm sure somebody would do it, but I don't think it would be worth your money. Uh, and then in fi as far as insuring it for other things, most of that would fall under multiple other insurances that you may have, um, you know, unless you drive off the side of a bridge or something. I don't know. And then, then you're kind of screwed anyways, but, uh, don't mind Louisa. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would not recommend doing that by any nope. means. Nope, this is not recommendations. No, um, I I've never insured my chair. Um, I've had I have chairs that are very very expensive chairs and cost a lot of money to fix. Um, I've never insured it. Just didn't think it was worth it. Um, but I don't know about you guys. Also, I mean, if you make a claim against an insurance company, your rates can rise as well. So. That's something yeah. to keep in mind, you know. You're somebody steals your wheelchair and you claim that um, your rate's probably going to rise. Yeah, and if they steal it, like you said, in your home, and you have or you know have renters insurance or homeowners insurance policies, all you need is is a a, a reasonable quote for the value of what it was, and uh, outside of your deductible, you should you should get that back anyway. So, um, you know, I. Uh, um, I know someone that actually, uh, he was on the news, someone in the light rail actually stole his wheelchair. Wow. Yeah. Knocked him out and stole it. Yeah. So I've, I've, had, it, I've had it threatened, but never actually happened. So, uh, wow. We, we were, we were lucky because at the organization here, we had a chair that worked for him so that we were able to give it to him to get him up and going right away, but still. Yeah, uh, Eric, that's a good point. I think 
people should realize that if they're in a bind and they need a chair, we get stuff donated to us all the time at the Spinal Cord Association. Oh, yeah. And the Paralyzed Veterans of Arizona. Um, yeah, they're awesome. And then there's, what's the other one? Uh, independent Living. It's an independent living. It's, I forget what the site is called, though. Yeah, uh, AZAT Exchange. But yeah, wherever you live, um, look into your local organizations, you know, your Center for Independent Living and see That's if they it. have something you can use in the, in the temporary stage, you know, or, you know, they may have something that they can just give you if your insurance yeah. doesn't cover it. Then and PVA, PVA, you don't have to be a veteran. You can, you can go there as a civilian to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans of America. You can go there as a civilian and let's say, you know, you need a wheelchair if they got it, they'll either give yeah. it to you or they'll ask for a small donation. I mean, so. and we understand that your your chair has to fit you properly and be, you know, what you need as far as a chair goes. But if you need something just temporarily or in an emergency situation, reach out to these organizations because I know where, where I work at Ability360, we get stuff donated to us all the time. You know... Shout out to one of our last guests, huh, Eric? Who told who was yeah. who was just on talking about this? Absolutely. Oh yeah, Gordon. Gordon. Gordon um, Moy, Mister Gordon Moy, the Rastafarian himself. PVA. That's yeah. right. Shout out to Gordon Moy. He was on here. He gave everybody that that information. Uh, if you listen, if you didn't, go back and listen. Because he had a lot of very interesting things to say, very helpful things to say for, for people who are in need of things, anything, really, anything that has anything? to do with your disability. Oh, it like has to do with your disability. Eric. I'd like to put out a challenge. I want somebody to post a question that'll make Sean blush. So if you yeah. can make Sean's face turn red from a question, um, I don't know. We should have some, we should have some sort of a prize, Eric. There's a I think there's a t-shirt sitting right next to you. There's your prize oh, right yeah, there. Yeah. Show it. Put it up there. All right, I'll bring that up. This is our friend our friend Mark Strohmeyer sent this. Again, season. another a shout out to another guest that we had on our show. Yeah. We're just hitting the guest today. Yeah. <laughs> shout I mean, out to uh the what is it? The something eagles yada 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 whatever you said yesterday oh the fraternal order of the eagles yes they're gonna they're uh they're looking to help with uh, some of their donations uh to help get them up and going so yeah i'm uh really excited that they uh they approached us and are willing to uh see what they can do so we don't know what yet but uh you know what they're a great organization and uh you know they believe in helping out people who have spinal cord injuries through education and equipment, donation, that sort of thing. Yeah, shout out to the Illuminati. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what? Oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, secret handshake. I can't do it. My hands don't work, though. Yeah, right. How do you get past the handshake? They don't let us in, my man. They won't let us in. Yeah, right. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Well, look, I'm telling you. Uh, we appreciate all the questions. Uh, everybody keep asking them. You can post anything you got. If you have a question that can make me blush, you get a t-shirt out of the deal. Um, We're going to have to work at that. 
Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we're always open to answering anything and, uh, to the last person, there are no dumb questions. Um, ask, ask away. If we don't know the answer, we'll try to put resources up underneath whatever it is you're listening. iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and, uh, yeah, YouTube, whatever you're listening to. And those people in Italy again, peace. Thank yeah, you yeah. for listening and getting the word around the world. Yeah, on our England, we have we have one, we have a few in England too, and 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 nice. in London. Spread the word, people. Spread yeah. the word. We, we would love to have someone as a guest from another country. So, if uh, you know, if anyone, if you're still listening, you obviously like what you're listening to, and if you would like to be a guest, make a comment. Say I'm interested. Here's my situation. You don't have to give everything. You just say. Reach out to me. Let me know. You know what? We would love to have you. We're about awareness. We're about letting people know that, you know, having a disability, we can have regular lives, extraordinary lives. We can have whatever life we want. And I want to talk to everyone, anyone in the world. And, and, uh, and you could win a date with Sean, this guy over here. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll get him to bless win that. Win a date with Sean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the last statement. <laughs> no, but, I think that's a great idea, Sean. Hey, I'm, think I'm of the promotion. Right. I'm an equal opportunity dater. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So, anyways, like we said, thank you everybody for your questions and support. Uh, we'll be back next week or the week after uh we have some guests coming up so uh if you have any questions that you want or people you want to see on here or anything send them to us let us know we you know we plan on doing this for a while so yeah even if you want to slam us i mean i may suppress a comment but do it bring it (laughs) bring it don's the one who answers them so they'll probably be all super nice (laughs) <laughs> if you ever see one of us show up and we're crying that's probably because of those comments i'm just saying i'm just saying yeah and uh for everybody who didn't notice we do have a danger zone sighting and 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 here we have a danger zone sighting so if you see kenny <laughs> anywhere let him know yeah Highway to the danger zone yeah. to the danger zone yeah, if we get Kenny Loggins on here for some damn reason, that would be awesome. I mean, I don't know if we'd be able to tell the difference. Oh, we would. We would. We'd, we'd, have, have, we'd have to constantly tell our listeners. But anyways, right. uh, we're dragging. So we're out. We're yeah. out, guys. We'll see you guys next week or the week after. Peace. Peace out.